Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi, I'm Sarah Kewer. And I'm Mickey Overman. And this is Thank Fuck For That, a podcast in which we hear stories from our guests about the moments in their lives that might have changed everything. Whether they are huge near misses or small, seemingly insignificant choices, we all have stories that we look back on and wonder, what if? Our guests will bring us their best Thank Fuck For That moment so we can delight in how different their lives could have been. Sarah. Hello, Mickey. Hello. <laughs> Sarah, a disclaimer is uh, is not feeling. Uh, well, you're feeling fine, aren't you? I'm feeling unbelievably sexy. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, Sarah's got a voice. Yeah. Well, how we call it? A voice thing. My voice is like going. But yeah. I feel completely fine in myself. But I just, I just sound like, um, like Austin Butler from. You're gonna the have Elvis to. Start, it's gonna be right like now. a a really hard uh, uh, episode for me to not get distracted by how sexy you sound. Right yeah. Now. I think it's going to be distracting for everyone in the room. I think so. Yeah, I think Alison will just. Dave has got his fingers in his ears right now. <laughs> he can't cope with with how attractive I sound. Yeah. I don't actually know what's going on. I went to Glastonbury, which I think we we maybe think is the problem because I was screaming and shouting at Diana Ross on Sunday. Yeah. But no, that's abuse, definitely like the... hurling abuse. <laughs> abuse. Yeah. Yeah. The what real did you, yeah. angry. What did you say? Uh, we've heard this one before. <laughs> Do a new one. Yeah, yeah. People famously at festivals go, new song. Yeah. <laughs> new song. Why do you keep singing the same song? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's what comedy audiences are like. Um, I'm not a festival person. You know this about me. Mm. So how how was it? I, I won't be able to relate to anything you're going to say. It was it was very fun. Sounds ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> what an absurd oh, fun. I don't like fun. Why would you go and have fun in a field? Yeah, uh, it was really nice, but I did like a sort of flying Glastonbury visit. I didn't go for the whole thing. I did. You were performing. I popped in, told some jokes. Yeah. Did some dances. Screamed at the top of my lungs for the whole time. Just in the middle of all the time. <laughs> really, just full <laughs> distress. Yeah. Screamed for my mother. Yeah. Um. And then went home. So, oh, but I really had, great. I had a great. I had a really good time. A weird. Um. I. I. I don't know if this. I don't think this is a near miss story. But I feel like it could have potentially been a near miss story. <gasps> Driving, there. That. Um. Uh. 
I went with my girlfriend Louisa and we were driving along the um I don't know which one of the motorways. I can't remember which one. No M- one cares M25. about twenty five. Literally no one cares uh, about But like it. like four carriageway, four road four lane carriageway. And uh, um and there was just a massive sheet of like plastic like soft plastic like cellophane wrap that was like kept getting caught in other people's tires oh shit as as we were driving along getting caught in other people's tires and like weirdly we started kind of rooting for it we were like this guy's really gunning down the road like we were stuck in traffic for us so it was kind of entertaining not safe to be watching this but we were like you know like this guy is he's he's racing us and he's gonna I think he's going to Glastonbury. He's going to beat us there. What the cellophane? The cellophane. We were this was, guy. You've already. <laughs> yeah, we personified the cellophane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, Weren't you worried? No, just like like pointing, going, "Ha ha, it's on that guy now." Oh my god! Because uh, but the reason I was worried is because I worst car game ever. <laughs> But the reason I wasn't worried is because like, I think I'm a I'm, I'm a moron, right? Like, yeah. I, yeah. And uh, and then it got on the car in in front of us. And I was like, ah, it's on the car in front, lol. <laughs> and then obviously it detached from that car <laughs> and just then it launched. So it was it been like tire level for the whole time. Yeah. And in the moment, it's like uh, became airborne, flew <gasps> into the air towards our car and got stuck on my wing mirror <laughs> and was just flapping. It was like it was just like flapping by me, and I couldn't see out the wing mirror, and it was just like, and Louise is like, "What are you? What are you gonna do?" <laughs> <Like, laughs> we're just like both screaming, "Kill him! Kill him!" Yeah. And I didn't know what to do, so I like, I like wound down my window. Yeah, still like left hand on the steering wheel, like wound down my window, and I was trying to like unhook it, but then I was like, if I unhook it, it could hit someone else's car and like hit their windscreen. Don't be a hero, Sarah. Yeah, don't kill, be a hero. Kill them. Yeah, kill them. So then I like tried to I like pulled it in pulled it and she's like what are you doing it's so dirty and I'm like I don't have a choice right now so I pulled it into the car so many other choices and we still have it (laughs) and now we're raising it as our son (laughs) no we did throw it away so the sliding doors moment I guess is that you're like and uh, we could have not had a son (laughs) if I had just let it go to another car someone else would have had to raise it and that's how we found you (laughs) <gasps> That's how I became your mummy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, really beautiful story about this uh, piece of plastic. I just, like, you heard that whole story knowing exactly what was going to happen, right? And at no that point. That you were going to raise it as your own? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, immediate. When you were like, we saw a piece of cellophane on the on the motorway, yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I know was going to, oh, let me guess, you're raising it as your own? I <laughs> heard this I, one before. I always come and meet Mickey and I have a new bag. <laughs> Another? (laughs) You can't afford to keep all these guys. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't know if we can really top that story, sir. Murdered by my own son. (laughs) Good God. (laughs) Suffocated (laughs) as he drifted into my bedroom, (laughs) into my mouth. What are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? Where's this wind coming from? (laughs) I was going to neatly go into uh, introducing our guest. Please do it. Guest. Just one guest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not your Spoilers. Special appearance by Sarah's plastic bag. just rustling for 10 minutes at the end. <laughs> and me going, uh-huh. you... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. And how was school? Okay. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> and our guest today, Sarah, is the amazing Alison Spittle. I'm so excited for Alison Spittle to come I'm on. really excited. She's uh, so funny. Yeah. 
she is a comedian. Yeah. She's a podcaster. She's got her own podcast called Wheel of Misfortune, which is so, so funny. It's all about uh, like really embarrassing things happening. Mm. And she gets people to like write in and send voice notes. And they're just so like that perfect, like cringeworthy, exciting. Sorry, speak up. <laughs> you said Sorry, you weren't going to no you. you said you were going to bully me about my sexy voice. <laughs> yeah, um, that's Alison Spitzel. She's absolutely amazing. She's so good. Universally beloved, I would say. Universally, yeah, uh, beloved in every way. In every yeah. way. So, um, yeah, really excited. Let's uh, let's welcome her in, shall we? Let's get her in. Thank you so much for coming. It's yeah. really it's really nice to have you. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. You do a podcast called Wheel of Misfortune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever done any like like real serious near misses, near death stories or anything like that? Um, like I was trying to think of, I was trying to plumb the depths of my memories to think of like near death experiences. Thank you. I know. Yeah. And like, uh... <laughs> it's funny how often people can't remember them and then they go, oh, sh- yeah, there's one. Yeah, yeah. And then they tell the story and it's like a really big story and you're like, you forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I've, ca- I've crashed, my mother has crashed a car uh, with me in it and my sister's in it. And we had to be towed out by uh, like a, a tractor, but a, a, a <laughs> crash crash into what? Oh, just <laughs> just air, just uh, like like. <laughs> That sounds like your mum just decided she didn't want to drive the car anymore. (laughs) Alison has this traumatic memory of her mum parking the car. (laughs) Just jukes of happening, just through the air. Thelma and Louise and with her two kids. Um, Hold my hand, girls. We're not going home to dad. (laughs) But there's no canyon in Ireland, so it's just off the road. Just Just a few. Just went went straight through. I think what happened was that she was, uh, we'd recently got a sat nav and she was paying such close attention to the sat nav that she was turning when the sat nav would tell her to yeah and not when her eyes would tell her when, to the when there was a yeah. road and so she thought there was a uh she thought there was a straight road ahead but it was actually quite a big bend and she just went straight through <laughs> <laughs> and like a, a whole bottle of passata sauce because we had went like uh, food shopping earlier just crashed into the front of the windscreen. Oh my god! So that was kind of like a near miss. Did that make it look so much worse? Than oh, it was? I thought someone was. I thought, I thought it was my sister. Just flat. Somebody's <laughs> been decapitated. Yeah. Yeah. The you're covered in blood, and you're like, "This is delicious." <laughs> yeah. Am I a cannibal? <laughs> yeah. Um, so like, a tractor had to had to get us out. But then the near miss, I thought uh, that I would uh, talk about would be uh so when i was about nine years old um in in my school we used to play girl bands a lot like uh kind of like uh we would pretend to be the spice girls and it would often just be a chance to bully uh the sixth girl within this class because my school is so small that there would be five girls in one class and then two girls in another like it was a rural school so that's together. not a school. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's not enough. I feel like there should be like a, a, like a, a a certain amount that has to be set for you to be able to be called a There's school. There's seven. Someone's like garden. Or yeah, like. seven 
girls in your school? Uh, no, in your in my year, class, I guess, yeah. in my year, year. Oh, really? Yeah. So like all together. Why did, how did they choose the five that were in and the two that were out? <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. It was mostly by popularity. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. My best friend when I was a kid was a guy called Malcolm, who was like thirty-eight, I think, and from oh, New no. Zealand. He worked. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> um, but I named my fish after him and stuff, and like we were pals. And then I moved to Ireland. How were you pals? I don't know. I just feel like he was my friend. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but where did you meet? Uh, like, <laughs> where did you and Ma- Malcolm, what did you have in common? <laughs> Malcolm had very strong eyebrows. In fact, <laughs> that's not the answer. <laughs> no. That's not the answer to the question, Alison. <laughs> know what the name is we, we met at the eyebrow <laughs> clinic i think i think i remember malcolm or i'm remembering a newsreader called dermot what's his name the guy on sky and you thought he was your best friend. friend yeah and i think he was no he did exist but he existed but you know, do you get but memories are so strange, aren't they? Would you agree? Yes. Really strange. Memories, lies. Yeah. I mean, it's all... It's all <laughs> no, memories are bonkers, yeah. So I've always been a bit weird <laughs> making friends. And then when I moved to this new school in... Uh, like, So we would move constantly because my dad was a builder and we'd move everywhere. And then dad, uh, dad had an accident and he was in a wheelchair for a couple of years. So we stayed in this one village in Ireland. And like, I was just so used to before like meeting up with people and going like you're disposable to me like as a child <laughs> like i'd be like I'll, and i and i and i think i like really got my i gamed the system of trying to make friends as quickly as possible so I'd be like hello my name is allison i really like your jumper come on like i don't have enough time let's let's be friends <laughs> let's here. move this thing along yeah, yeah here's yeah. a bracelet give me one <laughs> <laughs> i became a real friend whore like yeah, just yeah, really yeah. like floozing about but my school it was it was kind of like there were there were girls that were already in pairs of best friends. So I'd come too late to make my own best friend. <gasps> I came to the school. You were the seventh. I was. I was the seventh. But I was a really good singer. This is the story or this is what in my estate, we we were real big fans of like the Sugar Babes, 3LW, the Spice Girls and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there was this um, talent show in um, on the television in Ireland that kids would enter it's called star stream and it was like um it was really big amongst my age group and it would mostly be like is it lip syncing or actual singing actual sing could be anything could be singing could be magic could be like uh football skills it would be five different children i would have wanted to be on that so oh my god it was so- <laughs> oh my god what would you have done yeah what well, would we had have- one we had one in the netherlands uh, and it was the it was called the 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 children's song festival and uh, wow <laughs> that's a really creative name yeah but it was but it was lip we want to do a children's song festival yeah what, what should we call it <laughs> but it wasn't actual singing it was it was uh it was uh it was it's like lip syncing but you they would dress you up completely like the artist oh like stars in their eyes kind of eyes. yeah and then they would like you would disappear and then you would appear from like a puff of smoke yeah okay that must have been like the same is it stars in her eyes yeah yeah that, yeah yeah, which, yeah which is like uh uh what is it tonight, tonight matthew i'm going to be prince yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. walk back yeah off the stage and then you come back and you're dressed as prince yeah i would have wanted to be on yeah. that. oh man yeah that was it was it was so glamorous to us we lived in like the middle of ireland and um we decided we were going to make up a girl band 
Uh, we were called the Glitter Babes. And that was the name of our band. And we ranged from the ages of like, uh, I would say like eight, eight to 11. And in because it was an estate girl band, mm-hmm. so it was girls from the estate, and uh, like we practiced. I thought you were gonna be like eight to like 38. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Malcolm was there. <laughs> we were called the village people, it was just literally a village. <laughs> um, we wrote our own songs. Um, it was wow, really- that's really good. Mm, will I sing you it? Yeah, okay, so. This was apparently written. I'm not going to say her name, but because uh, she's an adult now and is free to, <laughs> we can afford her dignity yeah, in yeah. this life. <laughs> so she wrote the song. Goes high is high, low is low. This is where I like to go. Come with me, and you'll see where I like to be, baby, baby, baby. Uh huh, uh huh, baby, <laughs> baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What happened at the end there? That's really good. They dropped the baby. (laughs) 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 That's actually, I'm surprised that song didn't take off at that time. That's really good. I know, someone told me, I've sang that to other people because I'm secretly proud. (laughs) I genuinely don't think that's that bad. The speed with which you offered it up to us. It crossed my mind to say, (laughs) go on. I was actually just going to ask you like the the name of a song, but before it even came out of my mouth, you were like, Shall I sing it for you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not prepared. Yeah. You get full sheet music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, put, you put one of those pads on the floor and it's like a drum. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just looking at you. Can you believe this came from the mind of a nine-year-old? Like Four other um, Irish women walking yeah. in. <laughs> but since then, you've really worked on it. So yeah. like, it's not even the song that the nine-year-old wrote. It's like, <laughs> Rework, oh my god, it's show. the glitter babe. <laughs> hol- we're gonna get a hologram show the way ABBA are. Yeah, like oh. we're not in danger of dying, but we're all just older and moved on, like you know. Um, yeah. Holograms you for your even... nine year old self. <laughs> yeah. You can't even sing, you can't even say the girl's name. So I imagine there's some like really like dark story behind like you're falling out. And this is it, this you is know. it. So we we put ourselves forward to go into Starstream. I got a letter back saying we got an audition. <gasps> my parents agreed to drive us up two and a half hours up to the capital of Ireland to go uh, audition for Starstream uh, two days before I'm not saying who but someone just didn't want to anymore what <laughs> the band. someone just left the band they were bored they, they were left bored. the band they were we, I was trying to get into practice and everything you know I was like come on we're gonna we're gonna go up to Starstream we're gonna audition for this it's gonna be the it's gonna change our lives. Do you think it was cowardice? I think it. I think it was cowardice. I mm-hmm. think it was. I think they didn't want to. I think they were afraid of yeah. their of their potential, of, of the, their songwriting of their, skills, yeah. <laughs> afraid of their own success. Yeah. And like I wasn't like I I was I was the Jerry I think of that group as in I was definitely the the pusher of the group. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I wanted us to to move on to uh, uh, higher to to a higher level. Um, they left and then uh, my parents God. were like what and everyone left then she was kind of like bored but she was also the alpha lady uh-huh. do you know what I mean I didn't have the social cachet that she had <laughs> so uh, the group no disbanded no longer existed and I um, my dad and my mum were like do you want to just go up anyway 
and the uh, audition. Glitter girl. Yeah. So I <laughs> went up and auditioned. Oh, you did? On my own. I was like, and they were like, the glitter babes? The glitter babes? I'm like, hi, I'm Alison. It's I'm, glitter babe, yeah, actually. I'm like solo. <laughs> I was like, and I think like, they were like, oh, we're, we're the rest of the group. And I was like, yeah, they, we didn't work out musically. So I just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> They so, were like, "Do you have the rights to the songs on the glitter babe?" <laughs> so I, I sang, I sang, "I'm like a bird" by Nelly Furtado <gasps> in a real like sincere manner. Oh, yeah. No, and uh, didn't get through the next round. And I'm convinced that if we stayed as a group with the original song, I think we would have pushed through and could have been the new Bewitched. That's my. That was my near miss I feel uh, 100% that would have happened absolutely thank fuck for that you know didn't you know have you seen how people in girl bands have been treated absolutely I don't want that life yeah you know okay. you don't want but to be think about Cole right now no know? I don't want to be like oh well S Club 7 like yeah, you know true. there should be a tribunal into what happened to them <laughs> like genuinely <laughs> stuff is terror come against yeah, S yeah, Club yeah, yeah. 7 I think yeah. <laughs> Well, I definitely think they they've been financially abused. Like I do think that. Yeah. They uh, all have. They all 100%. have in a way. 100%. Yeah. And that's why I've got such respect for like people that were like pop stars in the late 90s, early 2000s cuz like that's when that's when shit was tough. I mean, it still is tough. Yeah. I mean, you know, two of, you don't two think of you little could've... mix have made hard-hitting documentaries. So like it is hard, yeah. you know. But you don't think you could have transitioned? Into what, like? Whatever you are now. Into, imagine doing that. <laughs> <laughs> what am I now? <laughs> what, the, what is this? <laughs> what is this? Uh, yeah. Like you, because you would have still had all your funny chops. So you could have been like the one pop star yeah, that made it out. Nah, but you would have had yeah. so many hangers on. Like Malcolm would have come back into the picture. Yeah, he would have. Yeah, yeah. definitely. definitely. Uh, it would have just been too much for you, I could think. Could you imagine if someone who was a pop star started like doing open mics i like that your idea of if you, your band was successful and you reached the dizzy heights of fame with glitter yeah. babes that you feel like you would absolutely be exploited abused <laughs> 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 the most negative take on it at all you're like if there was something bad to happen it would happen to me <laughs> i'm a people pleaser yeah. i'm a people pleaser i also think i don't yeah. deserve stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 i'm totally is open. that a contract i'll sign yeah. It. yeah oh i never read contracts no. i would be destroyed who yeah. reads a contract i know genuinely like i would be yeah that's all <laughs> any of us have you ever read a contract no no, no i've got i've got to sign one in a second i haven't looked at it like it's in my email okay well that's yeah. the rest of the podcast we all look at Alison's contract <laughs> it'll be fine <laughs> we'll looks, be fine looks good God, what's it I mean um, that's the problem is what's, I'm, what's it for what's the worst that can yeah, possibly yeah 50, 50 sounds fair I'll say <laughs> yeah, yeah. you can take my organs <laughs> And any future organs yeah. that I produce, you know, <laughs> for the next ten years, any new organs I release, yeah. well, that I would sign. I mean, like, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, good luck with that. Yeah, that's a, that's uh, the best because uh, uh, people often uh, uh, on this podcast will talk about death. I know, I know, and it's just like, and you talk about fame. Yes. They're both the same thing, aren't they? When Ooh. you die, you become famous for a little bit. Well, like in your family? Yeah, or in the... You know, this depends on how you die. But, like, you know, the only time that I hear about, 
you see like a, an actor that's like trending and you're like, oh, I haven't heard of from them in a couple of years. Yeah. And then you see they've died. And then and then there's a big retrospective on their work and oh, stuff. Oh, they're like a sex pest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They don't do retrospectives. And I don't know. No. The Kevin Spacey season in the Prince Charles <laughs> figure. Where it's like, let's watch him as yeah. how he'd like to be remembered, you know? <laughs> they don't do a little show reel of all their highlights over the years. Go, yeah. Oh, God. This, oh, this God. is what happening the whole time he was being a pedo. <laughs> yeah. Before he was tragically struck down by consequences, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so it is. It is a famous like death to me. Can I ask uh, yeah. what happened to your friendships with the glitter babes? They, 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 they melted away. <gasps> I think. Yeah, they have. I mean, we're fa- we're Facebook friends and stuff like that. But like, but they really betrayed you in a way. They did. I keep in contact with like I think about four people from my village. Yeah, and that's about. And that's like you know they'd say themselves very seldom. Mm. You know, there's a WhatsApp group, and we put in pictures of. Well, they put in pictures of achievements like holidays and children. And uh, what do you uh, put in? Sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) A particularly nice sandwich. Like, look at the crosscut. Oh, wow. (laughs) This little one is very happy today. (laughs) To be honest, I would probably prefer the sandwiches. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose. No, you know what I want to know? What's what's your best sandwich? Uh, A pear and blue cheese melt with walnuts in a place called the Pepper Pot in Dublin. That's bougie as fuck. It's not bougie as fuck, actually. I, I, I could talk about sandwiches for ages. Bougie, that's I, I genuinely think, like, I just came a little bit. That sounds amazing. <laughs> what maniac sounds... put, puts a pear on a sandwich? This is what I mean. It's like, who thought of that? I don't know. A, a crazed <laughs> genius. <laughs> Dublin genius. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a, a panicked dad. I think it was someone <laughs> who looked around and was like, oh, we got a little bit of stilton, we got a loaf of bread, we got a pear. Um, oh. <laughs> the great thing about pears but is the pear is poached yeah it's a poached pear poached pear like that's a, a, isn't that a boiled pear that's not a that's not like a like a that's not a rush job they're not like we got a loaf of bread we got a pear let's poach it first <laughs> <laughs> maybe the maybe the pear wasn't ripe enough yet and he was like is there anything I can do to soften this guy up yeah that sounds like a good Darn dad. Good. The more you, the more details you're giving. It's a really giving, sexy like, dad. Yeah, I know. this would be me as a dad. <laughs> it's a dad energy. I'd fuck that dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just yeah. staring at a kid like, a, I'll boil a pear. It's fine. <laughs> I boil you a quick pear and then you go to bed. <laughs> Do you like the the tomatoes that they have in pre-packed sandwiches? No, no. no. They're like bread, especially to put into those sandwiches because they're not that soggy. Is that true? Mm-hmm. They actually. I think so. <laughs> they're sliced thin in a way that I don't. They must be a machine. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, you think some poor cutting. person? You think someone is cutting? The tom- Old Mama Tamati just cutting the tomato. Figured it <laughs> from Marks and Spencer. <laughs> Old Lady Spencer. Yeah, just doing the tomato. Just got her, like her favorite tomato knife. <laughs> well, that's so soulless. Doing so the chop. It's all yeah. in the machine. So- <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just like a couple of really nice women <laughs> making sandwiches. Oh my god! For everyone, like yeah, it's the that's really funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, a good sandwich is an egg salad sandwich that you get at an Irish funeral. I'm sure, like, 
lots of <laughs> Irish people talk about it, but like funeral food is amazing. Do you think if you had the exact same food that you have at an Irish funer- funeral, but it wasn't a funeral that would taste as good? Or do you think it's something about the loss of life that makes oh. it taste really good? It's the tears. It's yeah. Some condiment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that added layer of salt. I think, I think it's like, yeah, I think I think under any other circumstances, you would never opt for an egg salad sandwich. I'm with you. I don't think anyone would choose egg salad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when, like at a funeral, you got no other option. And then yes. you're like, OK, cool. And then I just begin to really like it. It's like, you know, hundreds of years ago, people used to live on islands and, uh, you know, marry a third cousin because they got no choice or whatever but they yeah. begin to really love that person that like, third cousin yeah you're the you're sexy. the best you're <laughs> you the know. best third cousin <laughs> out of all my third cousins yeah. <laughs> you were the kindest <laughs> or whatever you know so. you won't have been the third cousin that I picked but uh, <laughs> I'm actually, starting to like you this is really growing on me now. <laughs> yes yeah. like our gene pool just yeah. uh, <laughs> slowly growing your sister my cousin <laughs> was my favourite <laughs> yeah, overpopulation. People say it's a problem, but it really got rid of this whole marrying your third cousin thing. And I think that yeah. is yeah. something that people don't really talk it's about. It's a real it's shame. Like a, yeah, it's a real shame. <laughs> I like that uh, weird bit of etiquette at a funeral. It might oh, not yeah. happen at Irish funerals, actually. I'm excited. Where there's like, uh, everyone's very unsure whether it's incredibly disrespectful to dive in on the funeral food too quickly. Mm, we, I get that. I've been to English funerals before. And the difference is, like, I feel with English... Stop going to funerals. <laughs> make me. <laughs> I want to make sure they're gone. I'm a hitman. <laughs> That's what I get paid. It's make I... me. <laughs> um, you can't take this away from me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't work during the day. Everyone, what else am I supposed to do? Everyone needs a hobby, Mickey. <laughs> I need food. Right? Yeah. Um, and then British funerals is invite, isn't it? Like I feel like I think mostly it's like up, a you let is people it a free know. For all? Yeah, it's, it's whoever wants to go, unless you've been explicitly told don't come. Oh Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> it's not love... like sort of ticketed on the door or anything like that. You don't have could, a bouncer. Could you imagine being told not to come to someone's funeral? Like, it kind of really sucks as well because it's like we're all going to have this really sad day, and yeah. we don't want you to ruin it. <laughs> 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 this uh, day is going to suck, but it'd be so much worse if you were there. Uh, yeah, that's true. I had that at a. I went to a funeral. It was like a real tragic one. Like the person died suddenly and young. Just there was no. There was no kind of like. There was no kind of thing where you could say, oh, well, things happen for a reason or whatever, you know, that type of thing. And I walked in and uh, like the one of the main mourners was like, none of your fucking jokes today, Alison. And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> I'm a comedian, not a fucking psychopath. Like, it was just, Wait, it also was you like, said one of the main mourners. Yeah. Like one of the main cast. Yeah. Well, I was a supporting role. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I'm just sure imagining it. Like, I was definitely credited, but yeah. in the supporting role. Yeah, yeah, picturing yeah. you dressed as a full clown. Yeah. And, and he's like, not today yes. and you're like, and and you're like what are you talking about your flower wilt <laughs> I walk back to my cloud hearse and put about yeah. eight coffins in the cloud hearse <laughs> how did she fit them all in you know you know what's great about this as well is that like I was like you know what's nice about Alison's story is that it wasn't so deathy <laughs> normally oh, things are so deathy in yeah. this podcast and then we went from sandwiches to <laughs> funerals 
Also, too. have you ever had like a sliding doors? Do you remember the movie Sliding Doors? Do I remember Do the you? movie uh... Sliding Doors? I loved it. My Sliding Doors moment yeah. happened in comedy where I was doing a festival gig and everyone was eating shit beforehand because the sun was out and people were out in the sun and barely anyone was inside the tent. And I was about to go on. When and you say eating shit as in they, they were having bad gigs. Oh, no, they were just very alternative comedians. And uh, No, as in like the gig wasn't going. <laughs> and sorry. they were all eating literal there, No, there was a moment where I thought they were just eating bad food. Oh, shit, no, sorry. But they I think were, that's because like, I'm just being really dumb. They were, I actually dying. thought that for yeah. a second as well, but then I was like, no, in a gig context, it makes yeah. much more so, sense so that they were doing bad things. They were having a difficult gig on their whole. Difficult gig. And the MC was quite horrible about all the acts that were on like uh, he got me too so it's fine but he was like not a supportive MC and I was so scared about going on in front of him and uh, I was like okay I'm gonna do it and it's as soon as I was G'ing myself up to go on stage it started uh, the clouds came and it started raining very heavily and loads of people ran into the tent and it was absolutely packed and then I went in and I was doing material and then um, some guy stood up and he was like, oh, I want to fuck you. And he was doing it as like a joke because it would be hilarious. Yeah, really it? funny. So, Imagine. So I just saw Red and I absolutely like just destroyed him verbally because he was like miming having sex. Right. I was like, OK, this is what this man wants to do to children. He's a literal pedophile. And then I got all the crowd to chant at him and call him a pedo until he left. So all you could see was like about like 400 people go, pedo, pedo. <laughs> and other people were passing by looking into it. I like going, what the hell is going on? And um, I and he left. And then we all like cheered when he left. And then I did the rest of the set. I swear to God, uh, if, that's, if he's your husband or something. <laughs> the most what? meanest cute ever. Yes. <laughs> the meatiest of the kids. Um, but they were like, uh, they were like, like um, two people in the crowd that gave me like uh, TV work off the back of that. <gasps> I didn't get TV before that, and it was like That's they incredible. literally said like this is how was you the, know was the show pedo hunters it was yes yes i played a child i was quite young looking back then you know oh man imagine being the actor do you ever watch okay this goes to show the inside of my brain but Go do, on. do you know what's the name of the american show where they hunt down pedophiles what would happen is uh, people would pretend to be children on chat rooms. This happened in like the late nineties, oh, yeah, 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 early two yeah. thousands. And then it was a hidden camera show. And these poor, well, these poor pedos would come in and like sit and wait for what did they you, thought. Did you say these poor pedos? <laughs> They're the real victims. <laughs> they are the real victims. These hardworking guys. <laughs> these poor unsuspecting pedos. These lovely grafters are like, are like sitting at a breakfast bar just <laughs> with like six bottles of like Mike's hard. Lemonade, like, oh. waiting to have the weekend of their lives. <laughs> this young, so it would be like nineteen-year-old women, like women who are adults but look like children. They would come in and go, "Oh, um, I just go to go upstairs and get something. Wait there, once You can't go any further. Wait there." So the guy will sit there, and she'll go behind a curtain, and then like a man in a three-piece suit will come out and go, "Sit right there," and then. Then the police would be waiting outside. It was like um This is a show? Yeah, it was like Jeremy Beatles kind of like Beatles about but with like hard consequences. Oh my god. It's kind of in, it's God's work. Yeah, what it? was it called? I what think I could it? do that. 
as a you could I you could mean, be, you could do it for like oh the yeah, child I, be, yeah. Yeah. I thought like you wanted to be the, the guy in a three piece suit <laughs> like, why do you want why do you want your career to go yeah. in this direction <laughs> I think I could hunt pedos for a living I know yeah. I know it was a big what was it it's horrible work it's called to catch a predator to catch, oh, a, predator. catch a predator I've heard of that yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so like uh, you know I think it would be sad as an actor when you've aged out of that do you know because that would be like constant work if you're a job an actor Oh, like, to be like one of the 19-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just... Uh, yeah. And you could see like there were actors who were like really giving it like giving it their all to be like, oh, uh, they, they would like improvise. <laughs> I have to say, your reenactment of uh, <laughs> How to Touch a Predator has completely... Yeah. I, I don't even remember what your sliding doors moment was. Like, <laughs> uh, I was like, in my head, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to respond still and, and try and be like a good host and bring it back to like the sliding doors moment. But I don't, all I remember... Uh, it's all pedos my, now. Imagine if my sliding doors moment was like... And I I exited out of that chat room and I didn't go to that house. <laughs> and I, I could have been an actor. Yeah. <laughs> I could have been somebody. Yeah, that would be mm. really nice, you know, from the Glitter Babes yes. to that mm. would have been to, like a really nice bookended to uh, podcast episode. Catch a Predator. Yeah. It would, yeah. But you're right, it would be brutal to be had, you know, called in for a meeting to say you're just, you're just not bait enough. <laughs> You yeah. now look 18, I'm yeah. afraid, you mm. know. Well, so, Alison, I really don't know what else uh, we could possibly talk about after that. It's incredible. I came here and I was like, I'm going to give them wholesome. Wholesome, yeah. Alison. They, really, they were really wholesome. Yeah. But nobody could account for the fact that you're still you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's been fame, death and pedos. Yeah. And mm. I think that is perfectly sums up Alison Spinner. But yeah. that story, the story where you're like, the, the the circumstances of a gig change just like that and then so oh, yeah. Yeah. It's good for you. That is actually, I should have Sarah remembered. Should have done it's, that as my main story. It's incredible, isn't it? Because you're like, it's just the, the clouds. Yeah. Were that, the difference between. the weather. Yeah. yeah. You getting that work. Did that work lead to other stuff as well, getting that TV? Oh work? yeah. And also like, if I went on like one slot earlier and, mm. and when I finished the gig, when I finished the gig, the clouds like everyone just left the tent because it went sunny again right so it was just like very very incredible circumstances to have a good gig there it was god was interfering yeah Mm -hmm. thankfully like uh the people that were tv people were open-minded they were like i probably won't get her to shout pedo on the (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. somebody stood at the back like she's really got something (laughs) pedo pedo pedo. this kid's gonna be huge can think as well as like imagine having to follow that That that's yeah. the kind of gig sometimes someone does a gig right oh, before yeah. you and you're just like everything comes together to just have this special magical moment and you're like there's no way yeah. of following that and like, the audience no is so jazzed and they're like that yeah. was incredible that was incredible and then you yeah. go on like hey yeah. and they're like fuck you you're not them <laughs> yeah. and you try and acknowledge it somebody yeah. like, oh it was pretty pretty yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was wasn't it you talk to the you same guy <laughs> you go there and you go how about that Peter huh? like <laughs> Yeah, I feel oh, like man. I feel like a rodeo clown after yeah. to catch a bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the police tackle the man to the ground and it's man. like, whoa. <laughs> I had one of those ones where I always think about it because like I was going to do a gig in like Birmingham or something and I had to get the train out of London from Euston Station mm. and there was just chaos on all of the lines and every train out of Euston was cancelled and it just like it, I 
messaged the the woman who'd booked me. It was like a, I think it was unpaid, like really early on. It was like a 10 minute spot. And uh, she was like, it's up to you. Like you can come if you want to come. I don't think I'd do this now. Some part of me was like, fuck it, I'll go. Yeah. And I went, I had a really good gig. It was such a nice gig. Mm. And the woman who booked me was Maureen Younger, who uh, then recommended me to Zoe Lyons, who booked me for Bent Double. And that was one of the first like paid gigs that I'd ever had. Wow. And that was like the start of me getting paid working comedy. That's really inspiring as well for anyone listening, for me. Yeah. That one day I'll also <laughs> get bent double. Get paid work. <laughs> Mickey's dream is to get bent double, which I should explain as a gig. <laughs> yeah, just any paid work. If anyone wants to hire me, that'd yeah. be great. I'm really I'm really looking forward to my first um What's your playing age, do you think? What's my playing age? Yeah. Like ten. Just ten. Well, ten. I, well, I got a gig for you. No less, no more. Alison is now the casting director of <laughs> to, catch, to Catch a Predator. Predator. Imagine being the casting director of Catch to Catch a Predator. So <laughs> tragic. Yeah. What a tragic life. It's such yeah. a fine line between being that casting director and being, and being a, a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excitling yeah. over to young people going. Hey, how old are you? <laughs> okay, we got we gotta end this podcast. Okay. We have to end this podcast because uh, we, we went right back to Peter. Like, yeah, it yeah. really didn't take us very long to circle right back to Peter. Uh, so, Alison, thank you so much for hey, coming. Thank no you. matter, thank you. So, where thank can you. where can people find you? Yes, uh, on at Alison Spittle on Instagram and on Twitter. I got an Edinburgh show coming out. Is this when is this coming out? Roughly, Soon. it will be before Edinburgh. Oh, beautiful! So Edinburgh festival my show is called wet and it's on at 4 45 every day in the pleasance courtyard uh every day except the ninth because i'm going to be a bridesmaid on the ninth for my sister's wedding oh that's then, great it's going to be nice but i'm going to be very wow, tired yeah. on the 10th. in and out uh, yeah yeah yeah. oh my gosh it's not funeral food though is it please go and watch <laughs> alison she's the best cannot recommend it enough oh shit yeah. Incredibly podcast, funny. Wheel of oh yeah yeah, yeah. Listen yes. to that. that's yeah. it done, done. <laughs> And that was the lovely Alison Spittle. Alison Spittle. I'm trying been... to match your voice. Mm. That was amazing. Uh, uh, Alison is so funny. Oh my gosh. She makes me laugh so much. Mm. Also, I just, I think I could listen to her speak forever. Yeah. It would all be about pedos. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly pedo based. Very pedo heavy. Aww. But she's fantastic. Uh, please go and see her show. Uh, look up her podcast. She's just brilliant. She's brilliant in everything that she does. Um, thank you so much for listening. Yeah. To go go see us. our shows as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that first. Yeah. Go uh, see. Sarah. We're both going to do the Edinburgh Fringe. We yes. should plug that. Sarah, you will be on at? I'm at four. Oh, <laughs> I'm on at 5.40 at the Pleasance Cabaret Bar uh, every single day. Uh, apart from the 16th, I think. And the show's called Lost Boy. Ugh. Mickey, when are you on? I'm on at 6.10. I specifically asked for a time that would clash with yours, so I never have to see it. We prefer to go head to head. <laughs> go head to head. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I will Our be posters on... are both us just squaring up to each other. <laughs> yeah. Very 
it was actually really hard to arrange. <laughs> and we didn't actually make it happen uh, that our posters are next to uh, to each other. So now it, it will just be us like uh, <laughs> just waving our fists at no yeah. My show is at 610 at Monkey Barrel, The Hive 2. And it's called Small Deaths. Mm. And it's very good. Thank you. Um, also, please um, uh, follow us online uh, at Mickey Overman at Sarah K Comedy. Yeah, on Twitter. Right? And it's different on Instagram. And, uh, just just search our names. You'll find us. Yeah, You'll search our us. names. Yeah. And, you know, maybe put some pressure on Sarah to get the same handle for everything. I think it's because one of them was taken. But I'll try. Buy it off of them. Buy it Whoever off they of them. are. They're you, I'm no not an oligarch. One. They're no one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who this other Sarah Keyworth Fuck is, you, but Sarah they're an Keyworth. absolute no one. Um, please send us your thank fuck for that moments or your sliding doors moments or your near misses or your just crazy stories where yes. you're like, that could have been bad. Um, Email them to thankfuckforthat at gmail.com. Know you in the fuck. Know you in the fuck. Because mm-hmm. there's no you in fuck in our email <laughs> <Yeah>. address. Because <laughs> there's no I in fuck. <laughs> and uh, what else? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Podcast. Uh, uh, sign up. Like, give us a review. Do all of the things that you need to do to get podcasts to be uh, really good. Join our, our Patreon. Become Sign a up Patreon, to our Patreon yeah. and support the podcast so that we can keep making it. Uh, we'll do special uh, bonus episodes where you get more content. So if you're listening to this uh, on a, just a normal streaming service, you are getting a shortened version, but there will be a, there's a longer episode with more uh, fun. Raw, dirty gross gross <laughs> this is yeah. like a clean beautiful version that you would take home to your parents yeah but if you want to see the the nitty-gritty mm-hmm. if you, you want to listen to that this is the, we put the asshole of the podcast on the uh, on patreon on, on patreon yeah so if you're into assholes <laughs> why, why wouldn't you be what what if uh, this is a good this is good yeah this we, is good plugging we've absolutely smashed that. yeah so please do that and uh, thank you for listening and uh we'll we'll uh, we'll be back next time thank Fuck for that. Thank you for listening to Thank Fuck For That. It was hosted by Sarah Keyworth and Mickey Overman and produced by Dave Murphy with music from Ben Kavanagh. Please follow us on Twitter. We are at Thank Fuck For That with no you in the fuck because we hate swearing, guys. Mm, and don't we don't swear. know why we've called it this. Don't swear. Uh, and you can find us on Instagram with the same name at Thank Fuck For That. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.